Welcome y bienvenidos to Presently Aquí with Claudia, an insightful mindfulness podcast to help you discover ways to control your thoughts, emotions, fears, and essentially mastering self-love. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us today. Um, today I have Presley. Thomas, and uh, Presley is a health and vitality coach who is obsessed with unlocking limitless energy, vitality, peace, and happiness. He works with people to get them out of burnout and adrenal fatigue and back to their vital self. I can't wait to learn more about this. Hi, Presley. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Claudia. Of course. How are you feeling today? Today's been a great day. Amazing. This is a great way to end it. Ah, wonderful. Where are you located? I'm in Connecticut right now. Oh, you're in Connecticut. Okay, I'm in Los Angeles. So, yeah, you're at, it's the evening. Later in the day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wonderful. So, usually I like to start with some icebreaking questions. So, my first question is What is your midnight snack if you have one? Midnight snack? Ooh. It would probably be one of my my like kryptonite foods, which is cereal. Ooh, what kind I of cereal? I grew up eating so much cereal <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> I mean, we all kind of. <laughs> and I don't. It's not one of the things that's a regular part of my diet now, but mm-hmm. uh, it is a favorite when I do have it. What's your favorite hands. cereal? Anything that's chocolate. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. And um, what is your astrology sign? My sun sign is Libra, my rising is Gemini, my moon is Cancer. Ah, very interesting. Gemini, Libra, wow. That's an interesting mix. I can see. Like, I like to ask this question to like, get an idea of why the work, right? Why the mm. work? Like, oh, okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that are into astrology, too, we'll be like, oh, okay, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good um, thing to, to start with. Right. Um, and the last question would be, what is your favorite vacation spot? Ooh, Hawaii. Ooh, you've been? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yet. What I is your favorite to, thing? Um, Hawaii, the big island, mm. and it was just magical. Just mm. like the earth is just, it's different there. It just That's feels like heard. home base. It's like uh, <sighs> so wonderful. Yeah. It's funny, I was thinking about it recently. I'm like, I haven't been, and I'm so close, right? Um, I should go before we get locked down. I know. <laughs> For real. I know, I think now might not be the best time. But, yeah, um, yeah, I'll Hawaii, just wait. Because there there's a lot of healers in Hawaii as well, so mm. that's what's gravitating me. For me, it's either that or uh, Costa Rica for you know work, mm. working in this realm, uh, because there's a lot of healers in both areas, but mm-hmm. I have, okay, Hawaii. Good to know. Wonderful. Well, we'll get right into it. Um, Presley, so I love to know what was your path to self-discovery? I really started for me when I was probably about 26 or 27, which Mm. speaking about astrology is like Saturn's return. (laughs) Right. Okay. Uh, so I, I didn't really do much prior to then in the realm of self-discovery or personal mm. development work, or even in health. Um, I was in marketing at the time right. or in design work. And I was really 
angry, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I was just a big ball of anger. I was not processing emotions. I didn't know how to be in relationship. I was right. in really toxic relationships. And right. um, I'm 41 now, so that was that was a while ago. Right. Um, and yeah, I sought out therapy to begin mm. with and some mm. other forms of things that really started to just open my mind to a new conversation, right? Okay. Okay. Um, and from there, it evolved in a lot of different ways mm. uh, into health and wellness and healing my body and, and things like that. So, but it really started with recognizing um, that I, I was on a path to really mm. self-destructing. Right. Yeah. Right. It's incredible. It's kind of like the saying, like, it, it's until you're tired of your own shit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're like, I, and I'm over myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got to a place where I realized I had a choice. I either had to shut down completely and become like an emotionless robot. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or I was going to turn into this thing that I didn't like. So the only other option was uh, get some help. <laughs> for sure and I, I resonate you know with the path for me it started also in my mid-20s I'm 42 so it's been a beautiful journey and it's just right when you hit that point and I was angry too I was mm. also very angry and um, it, it didn't feel right right in your in mm. your body it's just and I'm yeah. glad that you saw that like either I become a destructive force mm -hmm. or I heal Right. Yeah. So um, what was your pivotal point in your life where you felt like this was something you wanted to get into? Like where in that situation did that this form mm -hmm. into to what you do now? It was probably four or five years after that. Um, maybe not that long, but it mm -hmm. was around that uh, uh, three or four years, maybe after that. Uh, I burnt out completely. Mm -hmm. I was living in New York City, working right. in corporate entertainment, and um, I just crashed. I, I mm -hmm. completely lost, I lost my life, really, okay. to fatigue, and mm -hmm. um, so severe adrenal fatigue. I had a thyroid condition, Hashimoto's, wow. um, a pretty bad parasite infection, um, wow. Lyme disease, which I had since I was a kid, but it was flaring and so I wasn't sleeping well I was angry all the time I was stressed to like level 10 stress nonstop right. all the time <laughs> um, and that was my life was just burnt out and stressed and I yeah. thought this is not sustainable even though I was doing some therapy that was really helping me get in touch with emotions and get in touch with myself and right. sort of open up my worldview um, it was really my body breaking down Mm. that that led me to the point where I thought I need to, to really seriously look at all aspects of my life, what I'm right. eating, you know, what I'm doing to myself, my, my patterns, my behaviors. Um, and luckily I was surrounded by some people. I have two older sisters, one who was a nutritionist, one who was a massage therapist. Wow. And so I had some health influences mm -hmm. and... Um, I had good influences from my parents growing up around holistic health and homeopathy, so I had some of those tools okay. um, and decided to just start studying and I got my first certification in uh, metabolic typing, which is a bio-individuality around um, diet and, and lifestyle, and mm. that really kind of just broke open my, my thinking around 
um, individual approaches to healing mm. and that there are no one size fits all right. approaches to sure. to health and wellness of so course. yeah amazing beautiful and and is was it because you were you know your body was struggling in a specific way that that's what you ended up studying that um yeah yeah and i was i i had been reading i think and i, I just I found a book i think it was called body code mm. um Oh, who's the author? Jay Cooper, I think is his name. And it kind of was like an, almost like an Ayurvedic take on okay. um, body types. Right. And I really just identified with, well, there's one of these four types really sounds like me. And mm -hmm. it felt like, for me at that time, I felt like um, spoken to a little bit more personally and directly from right. this approach. And so that's when I really started to look at the bio-individual approach to nutrition and that different people need different things right. um, just based on their genetics their physiology mm. but also the state of their body their right. um, you know their state of dysfunction or mm. if they're you know in a stress state or um, if they're highly active or all those right. sorts of things so how yeah. did that kind of unravel for you to finally say hey I want to be a vitality coach Vitality coach came in later. I was um, just kind of generic health coach for, for a while and okay. kind of finding my way in nutrition. Okay. And really what happened was interesting was I was in that severe state of fatigue and burnout and just chronic issues with gut and digestion and everything felt like it was falling apart. Right. And so I started to learn nutrition as my primary tool and uh, apply everything I was learning to myself. Mm. And I recovered, and wow. then I slipped back. Mm. And then I'd try new things and learn new things and recover again, and then I slipped back. And that happened three or four times as I was learning different nutrition modalities and learning about um, nutritional supplements and some lifestyle things. I was always getting better to a degree right. and then falling back down to my state of burnout and stress. Mm. It was mm -hmm. this stress loop, right? Right. Um, so that was really my turning point when it's actually when I found out I had uh, uh, Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune thyroid condition, and I was <laughs> seeing a naturopath. Right. Um, I think it was just routine blood work, actually, and she sat me down. She said, you've got Hashimoto's. Um, this is an autoimmune condition. This is going to be your new normal. Mm. And right. she handed me a prescription for levothyroxine, which is a th synthetic uh, thyroid hormone. Mm -hmm said you'll be taking this for the rest of your life mm. and I'd never taken a medication in my life right. I was totally you know natural holistic all of that right. and it was a really big blow for me to mm. to recognize that what I was doing was wasn't getting me where I wanted to go it was mm. just getting me to survival not right. really thriving Correct. and so that concept of vitality hadn't even entered my space then it was mm. really just overcoming the burnout, overcoming right. the, the negative, right? Overcoming all of the, the challenges that I had. Right. Um, so that was a turning point because I recognized, first of all, I'm not gonna take this medication. It's not what I believe in. It's not, right. you know, what, I'm not gonna submit myself to this um, idea that I have to rely right. on something synthetic for the rest of my life right. just to survive, just to reach what I already have, which is this <laughs> like minimal level of survival, <laughs> right? right? Um, so I said, well, where haven't I looked? What haven't I done? Mm. Um, I'd explored every aspect of nutrition right. and supplements, 
to some degree lifestyle things, but I really recognized that I was looking externally for everything. I was seeing mm. all kinds of practitioners. Right. I had I had a big team of chiropractor, nutritionists, body work, spiritual people, everyone who could fix me, right. quote unquote, right? right. <laughs> when I felt like I needed it. Um, and I was neglecting my inner world. I wasn't going inside. And so that was the big shift for me was learning about mindset, neuro-linguistic program, programming, um, EFT, inner child work, shadow work, all right. of that stuff right. Right. Um, is right. where I finally found lasting results in my, my healing and where I started to recognize that damn, I don't just have to focus on feeling okay. Right. <laughs> I can focus on feeling <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> right. So, so that was the big shift, and that's right. where I started to develop the program that I have now, which is around vitality and not just mm. getting people out of pain, mm. getting people out of pain and into joy and into, like, really thriving, connecting with their vital life, life source. Yeah. Because um, that's where like the juiciness of life is. That's where things yeah. get exciting. That's where you get to creative energy, and you know, that's when things really start to fall into place um, for for creation and right. developing a life that you really love, not just. Right. Absolutely. Even as you're saying, great. Like it, you lit up like immediately. Like oh, this is where the juicy stuff is. You know. So it's nice to see that that is what lights you up, where, you, where your passion lies, right? I can sense it from here. Um, so it's beautiful. Um, for people who may be struggling or going through what you went through, what are some steps that you've taken besides doing your inner healing work that they can maybe, that you can suggest that they can look into for themselves? Yeah, yeah. Um, so recognizing, first of all, that adrenal fatigue, burnout, all of these co-conditions and chronic conditions that come with it, a lot of times that's fibromyalgia, mm. leaky gut, digestive issues, you know, Lyme disease is often in the mix, pathogen infections, right. all of these things take a really holistic approach to, to heal. Mm. And I see really often people working with doctors and naturopaths or even other coaches just focusing on nutrition and focusing on uh, supplements or medications focusing on um, lab tests mm. and really getting kind of obsessed with the testing and the numbers and the the, the quantifying right. um, and i love testing i i love doing tests mm -hmm. i think they're super beneficial right. when they're beneficial <laughs> and other times they're they can get in the way right. um, and they get in the way when they become too much of a, a um, it's like it's like using the scale, right, for, for looking at right. your weight right. and gauging that as a, a measure, a metric of health. Right. Um, so just recognizing that it's much more than the numbers, that, mm -hmm. that numbers don't represent a person, they don't represent a body, yeah. they don't represent the wholeness of, you know, your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual being. Right. So... Um, that's really the biggest piece that the, the first step into recovery is recognizing that that it's going to take more than just changing your diet um, mm, very important almost 100 percent of people that i find that have uh, adrenal fatigue have chronic emotional things that just are unresolved right nice. um and so if you think of stress 
encompassing physical, emotional, mental, lifestyle, mm -hmm. environmental, mm -hmm. social, right? All of these things. Um, all of those are the inputs of stress uh, that add up to your overall total physiological stress load. So each one of those needs to be looked at and addressed, sleep, right? Your career, family, all of that stuff. Um, and I really find that if the, any of those are ignored, uh, it's a, you know, it becomes a roadblock to, to healing. What are some symptoms that people can look within what they're going through without knowing like, hey, maybe I should have those things checked? Mm. The symptoms of adrenal fatigue are, fatigue is the big one, right? <laughs> right. It's in the name. Um, and really what this is is a dysfunction of our stress response in the body. Mm. So adrenal fatigue is a little bit of a misnomer, but it's the thing that, that people recognize the right. most. Um, but it's a hormonal imbalance and it's an imbalance in our stress mm. response system. Mm. And so there's always high stress, um, fatigue, difficulty sleeping, oftentimes um, getting like a second wave after 11 o'clock, nice. staying up late, unable to wake up in the morning, feeling like this was my biggest symptom was waking up in the morning and just feeling like I was run over by a truck mm. in the night, you know, and it's, it's really more than a physical tiredness. It's a, it's like a whole being tiredness, right? So it's the body, but also emotionally exhausted, right. mentally exhausted. Right. Brain fog is a huge symptom. Right. Um, like I said, there's often co-conditions like digestive issues, right. Um, food allergies develop a lot, so a lot of times there'll be allergies to things that people hadn't had allergies to before. Right. Um, when it gets severe, people can have dizziness or, you know, difficulty with, like, um, head rushes just from standing up from a chair, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, but and the stress management is really the, the key right. in all of that, right. um, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm from New York, so <laughs> I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, That's why I left. I was like, and we're done. <laughs> Same, <laughs> right? me too, yeah. It's, it's, it's just not sustainable way of life. It's just you're angry all the time and you're defensive <laughs> all the time, and you have to be. Yeah. Like, it's not like you, you can be like, okay, today I'm going to go to work in the train while all this crazy stimulation that's going to make me yeah. stressed and anxious and frustrated, and I'm just going to be, I'm not a monk. We're not monks, right? <laughs> We're not yeah. walking the floor. Yeah. Like, nothing bothers me. So right. we become a product of our environment, right? So Yeah, absolutely. So that's, I feel like, high intense cities like that and um mm -hmm. maybe even in shanghai you know like just big financial cities that you're just run 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 and that's why i always say COVID is a blessing in disguise in the way that we're able to stop and see like oh this isn't working for me anymore what mm. can i do because if my health my mental health my emotional health, none of it is stable. I can't process, I can't live life sustainably, right? You can, but then then you end up in the burnout situation, right? The gene yeah. of fatigue and- um, Absolutely. What are some of the, like for the clients that you work with, what are the most, if there's any common uh, stressor that you hear about that, that leads to this? Mm. Work. <laughs> work, simply yeah. but just work i mean it is yeah i mean it's the it's the i work with a lot of people from corporate because that was my background right, and that's right. you know the it, it's kind of a burnout culture yeah yeah 
um, where people like wear stress as a badge of honor. Yes. And, it, you know, the environments that I came from, it was considered kind of unspoken, but definitely evident that the more time, effort, hours you put in, the, the better you succeed and the more highly you're looked after at. Um, so that culture is really a huge, huge culprit. And it's the, the do be have more right, right? it's right. the everyone needs to do more right. do more do more do more mm -hmm. and sadly mm -hmm. you know corporate america i wish people understood corporate america doesn't really care about you mm. they don't care about you they don't care about your health your mental health your any kind of health you're replaceable yeah. right or efficiency or, mm -hmm. right 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 it's and that's like humans are the biggest expense in the lack of efficiency in corporate environments because they just have to pick up the slack where where things are not designed to be streamlined right right correct mm. absolutely you know and it's it's not a place where they're managing expectations in case xyz happens it's just like well we have people they can just do it they'll figure it out not my problem yeah. Right. 100%. It's so sad, and it does happen. You know, for anyone listening out there, if you're living in these high-strung cities or working in a place like that, where you feel like, you know, sadly, corporate America does provide the lie that you can retire. Right. They're mm. gonna offer you all these beautiful things, health insurance, and you yeah. know, I've worked in J.P. Morgan Chase, and they offer everything: childcare. There's mm. a doctor in house. There's like. A party every week <laughs> you know like right yeah, yeah they make it so easy for you to stay and I completely uh, understand especially if you have a family right if you have kids mm -hmm. and you know you can't be risking like losing that but it's more about opening your eyes that there are other ways to still do the work you do in a more healthy sustainable way right yeah but you have and to I think it's necessary no for sure and you just have yeah. to to thrive to thrive or you have to otherwise right and that's not only having all these other health issues but then you you don't want to lead to the most brutal one cancer mm. right that's where you're just you can't walk your way out of that unless you're doing very deep deep work and shamanic work like you really have mm. to be in that space mm spiritually mm. also right you can't just go up to them and be like hey so i got cancer help me out <laughs> that's yeah how that works. yeah and i would say that that in my perspective that's true for any condition mm. depending mm. on the person's mindset and and their framework around it right, right. Absolutely. so many people i work with are at the stage where it's hopeless because not only do they have no energy but life feels so demanding mm. that there's never a place to catch up and that's just not work but right. you know every situation right. the social the the relationship right. the you know there's no re when there's no resources to energetic resources to address things life just feels like an incredible burden yeah and that's yeah. really the tr the the pit that right. i find a lot of people in is like I don't know what to do here. I'm so burnt out that I don't even have the resources to figure out what to do. Right, that's you sad. Know? And, yeah. you know, creating that space for yourself must be difficult, right? Because you're working if you're, you know, you have family, and then you try to be social because you want to have fun, right? Right. But then there's no space for you. And, you know, mm. the big factor is, like, if you can't, 
take care of yourself, then how are you going to take care of your family? It's I think that's where you need to start thinking about that and and then be like, hey, um, I listened to Claudia's podcast and there was a guy on there. Yes, contact them. You know, it's just mm-hmm. that's why we're here. We're here for you and any capacity that we can help you with, um, connecting the bridge of what you need in order to have a sustainable, healthy life in many ways, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, what is kind of the process of your work when you do have mm. a client? Like, what is it that you kind of motion through? Yeah, so I have really a program that is it chunked into five different uh, stages. Yeah. They're not really linear stages, but um, yeah. it's remove, restore, reframe. Um, what's the fourth one? Refuel and reawaken, okay. right? So those are really kind of the pillars that I look at that need to be addressed mm. for mm. whole being healing. Right. Like I said, this is more than just a physical Correct. thing. And so I do a really deep dive with people on every aspect mm. of their uh, of their lifestyle and their health. So we look, we go deep into nutrition, into um, routine, right. sleep habits, lifestyle, relationships. Mm. Um, most importantly, belief systems, belief structures, right. Right. and any traumas mm-hmm. or emotional uh, patterns that need to be released or healed through. Um, and really every person's so different in terms of the, the process, right. you know, what comes mm-hmm. first, <laughs> there's, no, um, there's no set way that I do that because it really depends on the person's, um, where they're at, you know, with their health and with these different aspects. So, um, but I look at everything. I want to know everything about this person right. because it's such a, um, a whole systems approach, right. uh, that needs to be looked at. Yeah. What is it that, that really gets you going what is it that fuels your passion while you're doing this work with the client yeah it's it's the awakening the um the knowing Mm. that they can have what they thought they couldn't have Uh, ah yeah yeah that's really it because people people just are hopeless you know they feel like i'm broken Mm. and my body's broken my mind's broken Mm. i'm I just want to feel good. Yeah. So many people that I talk to say, I just want to feel good. I just want to be yeah. happy. It's like a daily grind just to get up and live. Mm-hmm. And so for me, and this is the big, it was my big shift was the mindset and emotional side of things is, is developing the belief that not only I can have a life that I love, I can feel good. I can get back my vitality and my creative force, my life force but I deserve to, Wow! right? Like I'm deserving of it and I actually can give myself that Mm -hmm. gift Um, because that was a huge block for me too, was Mm -hmm. finding the the opening to give myself the gift of healing, right? Right. There's a lot of unworthiness and pain Mm -hmm. um, and that's a huge, huge block for people and that's the thing that's so the hardest for me to see, but I, I actually love seeing it because it, it, it shows me where the growth is, the growth is happening, you know. Um, and so that's what really lights me up is, is seeing people just kind of open like that and expand their, their uh, view of what's possible. Right, right. And giving them hope back, right? 
mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's 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 heartbreaking, I'm sure, at, when you first have the initial conversation, right? Um, yeah. With everyone's story, because I think the the majority narrative is that a lot of people think they're so undeserving of mm -hmm. of love, of being cared for, of of just even caring for themselves, like. You know, I feel like the generation before us didn't have that luxury, right? It was just more work, 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 and mental health and emotional health and spiritual health. None of these type of ways weren't really thought of or was in in the mainstream of life. Right. Right. They weren't really a part of just our regular vocabulary. Mm -hmm, at all. Unless you yeah. were in a specific setting or had the privilege to even know about it. Right. And now we have so many beautiful healers that are doing the work. And um, that's why I always say, like, whenever I have someone, it's all for you. Everyone's deserving of love, of taking care of themselves, their family that they love. Right. Because we all mm. want best for the people that we love. And um, it's so important. And um you know, I, I want to know more about this adrenal fatigue and like um, how how people can kind of maybe contact you or, or just how can they start somewhere um, because it's it's pretty common, I would say. It's very yeah. common, and there's I mean there's lots of estimates out there about you know generalizations. Yeah. Um, that 90% of people are in some form of adrenal fatigue. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we would actually verify that number, <laughs> but it, in my experience, that that tends to be close to the truth. Yeah. Um, there's different stages of adrenal fatigue. Um, you know, the mild stage is is really easy to get into because it's we're caffeine driven, we're stress driven, mm. right? And that's just a recipe right there. Right. So. Um, but in terms of people, um, what was your question? Learning more about how to yeah, uh, how get into because it is it's it's going to be pretty common the adrenal fatigue. Like, how is that you know something that people should look into and really think about? Because I feel like um, from from my experience and meeting so many beautiful souls in this space that it isn't common for someone to be a vitality coach, mm. right? Mm. So yeah, right, mm. absolutely. And so that yeah, my recommendation would be to find a coach or a functional medicine if you want to want to go into the med medical profession. Find someone who does functional medicine. Mm. Um, traditional m modern medicine it typically doesn't even uh, acknowledge the kind of area of adrenal fatigue, um, which is unfortunate. It is. Um, but when it does, it, you know, approaching it with medication and even approaching it with natural um, mm. supplemental approach oftentimes is not enough because right. it's, you know, we're not getting at the issue with that, right? Just like as I, was, as I was saying with my story, I was coming at it from the adding things in right. to improve my body function. And it was doing so only to the degree where, it, you know, it, 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 the rest of my life would then break me down again. Right, right. Um, so finding someone who's going to work with you on a holistic level and mm -hmm. ask you the questions about how's your sleep, how are your relationships, 
where your, you feel your traumas are or pick dig that out right. of you you know <laughs> um, and work with you on emotional healing on uh, reframing your mindset right. around around what health means and get you into the space of looking forward right like mm -hmm. what is it that you want to create mm -hmm. how do we get you in the creative space yeah. um, so really it's much much bigger conversation than just food mm -hmm. diet sleep habits right um, so if people have access to someone like that that's really the the best case yeah. scenario right. um, I like I said I do testing sometimes with people right. there are a number of different tests that can either highlight cortisol levels that can indicate mm -hmm. adrenal fatigue or you know other types of things that will point to it and highlight other dysfunction in the body or other issues right. I don't always do tests it depends on the person um, there's a lot that you can this is the other thing I would say to people is like there's so much that you can do without spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on testing. Right, right. <laughs> um, people way overspend on testing, mm -hmm. and it, like I said, they're great when they're when they're relevant and when it's important to do them. But doctors, in particular, and I'm not trying to, to shit on doctors. I'm just saying, typically, the model is to overtest, right? Um, so yeah, that that would be a the ideal scenario is to find someone who's not just test focused mm. and who's going to mm. really work with you. This is why coaches are great because typically coaching paradigm is to get people into a program that lasts a certain period of time mm -hmm. where we're following you through your journey. Right. It's not just a intake and then a follow up and then a follow up, right. right? It's a program where I get to know you, everything about your life, everything about your journey so that I can help you mold yourself into the person you want to be, not mold yourself, but help you grow yourself right. into the person you want to be, right. which really you can't do when you see someone once a month mm. just for a check-in mm -hmm. without having, you know, right. the, the regular back and forth, the, the broader view right. of, of the full picture. So right. that's why I really like coaching for, for this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense yeah. because the body is holding all the stressors, right? Mm -hmm. So the doctor is not asking you that. If they ask you a question, it's, um, do you suffer from depression? Because they're ready mm. to sign you up and be like, here you go. Yeah, right, Bye. right. And that's <laughs> <laughs> kind of where we are today. And, you know, it's funny because of the distinction, and maybe you'll agree with me, it's not that we distrust science is just that they're not looking at you fully yeah it's not a model that's set up to treat a chronic condition right. and or a whole being or a whole a whole person right yeah right where your mental state yeah. is your emotional state what kind of life like all the questions that you were saying totally. right like that adds on um and and then taking pills right like mm. do you have clients where they're they are um, taking medicine and they want to wean out of that situation mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah I have definitely um, I mean sometimes people come with like seven or eight medications and they're just like I don't mm. you know they're not living their best life mm -hmm. so if medication is helping then great but if people are coming to me like I'm in a bad situation I don't yeah. like my life I have no energy I can't blah 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 my sex sucks like my sleep sucks everything right. sucks eight medications is probably not <laughs> serving you at that moment right mm. so um, I'm not a medical professional I don't prescribe right. I can't you know I don't For recommend sure. that people go off medications but I do have people come saying 
I would like to not be taking my antidepressants or, mm. you know, my whatever cholesterol medication right. that right. they've probably been on for years right. and it's done nothing. Um, and a lot of times it's very easy for people to get off of things once they start to make life changes mm. and diet changes mm. that support their body because your body really knows how to how to handle yes. itself yes. once you get things out of the way yes. right so um, I'm a huge fan of that I'm a huge fan of supplements nutritional supplements right. I use them a lot but not to get people on for life right. like they're just they're supplements right mm -hmm. they supplement um, so I use them for acute situations and for support mm -hmm. but I, I don't want people to be taking stuff for the rest of their lives yeah. that's not the goal yeah it's not the goal because um, I've interviewed someone who uses Chinese herbs to help people wean out of the medicine, mm -hmm. which is great. But also understanding that that's not going to be your forever, mm -hmm. right? That's not sustainable yeah. either. It's just for a transitional moment. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, kind of, it's kind of like a, a handicap, right? Like you really lean on the crutch of... Mm -hmm. And so also mentally, how to let go of that crutch. Yeah, that's a great point. It really is. Right. And that's the, that can be the trickiest, mm. but also it's the most rewarding thing is to get, is to reframe your mindset and to create power and belief structures. For sure. Empowering belief structures. Right. Yeah. I'm sure your clients, uh, you know, after your program, they must be just like, wow, like, <laughs> I didn't know. It's so great to see. Right? Yeah, that's like I said, it's so great to see people just like their face and their body, just the different energy, right, of knowing mm -hmm. that not only feeling better, but knowing they can take care of themselves, right? right? And right. that they won't have to get back into this place again, mm -hmm. right? They won't slip back. But um, I really want to empower people to get there right. so that they can help themselves and then they can have they can start making the creative decisions right. about their life right. to, right. you know. Right, and that's why I love yeah. mindfulness because mindfulness is the umbrella to mm -hmm. all these beautiful things. Um, it's just about the first question, right? Mm. Like, does this work for me? Mm. This is what I really want. Just one question. It doesn't matter what the question is, but to really question where your life is. And it is, is it where you are? Is, is your health at the peak that you want it to be? Are you in a sustainable situation emotionally, uh, health, physically, spiritually, like the whole, right? Like you're teaching the whole self, right? How can yeah. I just just start asking the questions? And um, Presley, can people reach out to you um, for any questions or if they wanna work with you? Yeah, absolutely. The best way is on Instagram. Um, it's Vitality Coach Presley. Um, also, I have a website, it's PresleyThompson.com. Perfect. People can reach out there. And yeah, I'm happy to talk. I do uh, a complimentary sort of discovery call with people. So if people are interested in Amazing. learning what's possible, right. then yeah. And it, are you offering that. online as well as in person or just online? Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely online. Um, right now it's all online. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't have a, a lot of us. I don't have an office set up where I'm <laughs> at in Connecticut. So okay. um, I, I was recently in Chicago. That was my, my home base for a couple of years. Okay. And I, I've just been here temporarily for the past year or so. Wonderful. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so. I, I'm really so intrigued. And this has been such enlightening conversation, uh, you know, because 
I think that what you do, obviously it's important, but it's not something people are really thinking about. Mm. In any sense of just where does it start? Is it this? Is it, you know, if you're, if you are that person, right? As the listener, if you are that person with that, as I said before, that high intensity life and go, 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 because we're not robots. And, you know, for men, which I've talked about this with a lot of men is, you know, not being able to express emotion, you know, not being yeah. able to open that up or, or saying that, you know, whatever the belief around emotion is still not being open because, uh, you know, peop- men are, oh, emotions are for women. I'm like, so you don't get angry. <laughs> <laughs> Right. right so yeah. you don't get angry because that's one of them just saying that's, you that's know a big one. it is a big one and that's the yeah. one that we need to be <laughs> looking for and be like why are you angry what is going on and breaking that down so i truly i admire what you do and it's it's so needed and i really mm. hope that it resonates with someone that's listening um Presley, do you have any words that you want to share with the audience before we go well, first of all, thank you for that. And I, I would echo that about the work that you do. You mentioned mindfulness mm-hmm. toward the end there. And that's a huge, huge piece mm-hmm. of getting back in touch with oneself right. and um, creating space. And so, you know, that's a huge aspect to, to healing. Yeah. Um, what I would say to people is that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. That's really my message. Mm-hmm. And we're limitless beings. Oftentimes, unfortunately, because this type of thing isn't really recognized in a lot of doctors' offices, there is kind of a a pushback against that where people really kind of dig into the identification with their condition um, because it's not being validated. Um, And I see people really start to hold on to, well, I am this person who Mm. has Mm. fill-in-the-blank, adrenal fatigue, fibromyalgia, whatever it is. Um, and it starts to kind of become an identity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. while I really understand that, I also come from the belief system that any of that can be healed. Mm. You can recover from any condition, right. no matter what the medical you know, system says or the alternative right. system says, right. we have the ability to, to right. recover. So um, yeah, yeah. It, it's anything is possible. Anything is possible. I love it. No, anything is possible in any part of your life. And, you know, for us, while you do the work, and let's say if you work with Pressy, you know, when you see the whole and you're able to connect your mind, body, and soul, that's when anything is possible. Yes. Right? Yeah, beautifully said. Yeah, I mean, it's so, it's, I just want people to see that, we care we really love you and we really care and we want you to heal because you know the system has been set for us not to right big pharma is just feeding off of us day in and day Mm -hmm. out and it makes them super duper rich but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's at our expense of our lives and our loved ones and that isn't fair so it's more about creating a level of fairness somehow with all these beautiful practitioners and healers that are out there doing the work and offering the work. And what I love about um, all these coaches is that there's always that discovery call, right? And it's free, <laughs> and it's free. It's just, 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 just give yourself the 10 minutes that the space, right? To create 
for yourself because you are deserving of that love, right? Yeah. It's a great gift to give yourself. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. To discover something about yourself. Yeah. To discover maybe that you, you can see poss new possibilities. Beautiful. I love it. Pressy, I can't thank you enough for sharing your time and energy with us today. Um, oh, you're so welcome. I look forward to, you know, working with you again. Um, thanks. This was truly wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great conversation. Thank you so of much course. for having me on, Claudia. You're welcome. If today's episode resonated with you in any way, please subscribe to my podcast and share with anyone that may need to hear today's message. You can find me at Presently Aqui on all social media platforms. Gratitude donations are also accepted via Venmo at Presently Aqui. My wish for all of you is to find the courage and strength to start the path to self-love through mindfulness because you deserve it. Remember the breath is the secret and always lead with love.